Nine months ago, Slice of Disney packed up our bags and hit the road to head home and record from our childhood homes. A few cross-country trips, a stop in Marceline, and a couple of vaccinations later, we're back in person. This week on Slice of Disney, coming to you from the inside of Kelly's closet, a year of Slice of Disney. This old town can slow you down, people taking the easy way. I know exactly where I'm going Getting closer and closer every day And I'm almost there I'm almost there People down here think I'm crazy But I don't Welcome to Slice of Disney, an awesome Disney theme park podcast. I am your host, Kelly Washington, Disney-obsessed enthusiast and real-life Tinkerbell. And I am your co-host, Will Lentz, occasional Disney-goer and real-life man with very long hair. But maybe not for much longer. I'm excited. I mean, <laughs> it is very long. Uh, and one of my roommates also has very long hair right now. So they were discussing, like, what hairstyles they might change it yeah, up to. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm, <laughs> I, he, he threw out Sokka from The Last Airbender, which is great because I was thinking a top top knot man bun think, kind of thing, too. But I was thinking more Seth Rollins from the WWE. Um, <laughs> so, But I love both of those properties. So we'll see. I think you can pull it off. I think I might as well try it, you know? Yeah try it and then like get it fixed in a yeah, week when I'm like this is ridiculous yeah if you like can't hang with it just yeah you can take it off and then yeah. you have shorter hair yeah um it is weird seeing how long so many people's hair have gotten or like the drastic changes that they went through like I grew my hair out for a year and then yeah but yeah. uh bearing the lead we're back in person we are back in person we are actually if you listen to the intro we are sitting on the floor in my closet uh, surrounded by my clothes. It's better for sound absorption. It's. I said that the only reason I have all these clothes is uh, for the purpose of making the editing sound better. Yeah. That's the only reason. Yeah, you can write them all off. I, oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Uh, Iris, if you're listening to this, I am sorry. Please don't audit me. Um, one thing we wanted to say is, like, we are super excited uh, for a big podcast guest we're having on. Um Due to some scheduling issues, we weren't able to have them on this week for this episode, but we are going to be able to have them on next week. So traditionally, we do this kind of every other week thing. We're going to bring you two weeks in a row for that scheduling purpose. We wanted to make sure we gave you something, and we we're like, this is about the year anniversary. So let's talk like some grab bag stuff, some stuff yeah. that we think is fun, and and see kind of where we are now that we're back in person. So yeah, have we, a little fun with it. Yeah, we thought... A grab bag episode is the perfect way to start back in person together, uh, and the energy feels so great, and I'm so happy. <laughs> um, the guests we're having, we're really, really excited. Um, but before we get there, let's talk about, let's catch up. Yeah, as established, we are no bath, both, ugh, as established, we are both back in Los Angeles, which is exciting. Um, you know, I... Got a new full-time job, also exciting. Um, fully works remote, so that means, like, yeah. in theory, I could uh, do that work from anywhere. He's trying to do that. Except for Orlando. <laughs> He's trying I to, I started like... to see where that was going to go, <laughs> and I was like, I need to pull out. I, uh, he, he was talking about wanting to go up to the mountains, and I was like, no, we are finally back in person. You are not leaving. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, so that's been a lot of fun. Um, 
And it's just like it's interesting to be back, right? Like uh, st- stuff is slowly kind of opening up around here, maybe a little bit less so than it was in the Midwest where I was. Oh, yeah. Um, but all the same, it's like get to go back to my favorite wing spot and pick them up to go. Um, almost went to a movie theater the other day. Oh my God, did you really? Yeah, I was planning on it and then like scheduling kind of didn't work out so we didn't go. But Whoa. yeah, it's going to see Godzilla versus Kong as you might guess. Yeah. Uh, but, have you watched uh, Mortal Kombat yet? I have, yeah. Did you like it? Um, I fell asleep at about the 60 minute mark but I think oh that gosh. was more on me. Yeah, I was going to say that seems I, surprising. I actually thought it was pretty good like uh, from what I saw. I need to go back and watch all of it. Um, but the lead up I was enjoying. I woke up when, spoiler alert, Two people were fighting, um, <laughs> and I was like, "Well done, this looks cool." Um, so yeah, I'll get back to it. I want to watch it at some point, um, <laughs> but everybody says it's like really fun. Yeah. So yeah, I being back, um, and I'm sure everyone around the country or world, depending on where you are and depending on what your status is, um, it's definitely interesting to see um, now that people are getting vaccinated, see more people out. Uh, a much more relaxed energy and that might just be me of like oh I can be a human and like um, having friends over inside I like cried when my friend picked me up from the airport I was so overwhelmed and happy Um, I think it has been a whirlwind of a week trying to like get back into real life and remembering like I live here this isn't a vacation right I live in LA and here's my home yeah and unpacking the last nine months of my life has uh Oh, it's been a task. I feel like we'll all be unpacking the last nine months of our life for like a few years. Wow, that was deep. I didn't mean it that way. I mean, I did mean it that way, but I wasn't trying to come off that way. But I mean, you know. Well, one of the first things I did, and yes, you can judge me harshly, but I do have a Disney theme park podcast, so it's appropriate. Literally, I flew in on Saturday and then Sunday I went to Touch of Disney. Yeah, which I... uh, kind of understand i think we probably talked about on this before but i don't super uh what's touch of disney so touch of disney was uh before the governor was allowing the theme parks to open a bunch of these theme parks decided to do food festivals Mm. and so this one was called touch of disney they opened up all of california adventure so you could walk around the entire park um there was food stands or drink stands everywhere you can obviously go shopping. Um, they even had the arcade games in the back of Pixar Pier open. You couldn't win prizes, but you could just play for free. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, so they had like a lot going on, and it was just nice to like walk through, like seeing Radiator Springs for the first time again. Felt really special. Did you cry? I definitely probably teared up at some points. Um, it felt like the beginning. Mm. Like I think part of what was a weird feeling was by the time because I picked a later date by the time that i went to touch of disney i already had tickets to go to the parks for when the parks really reopen after the 30th so i had this like comfort level and i also had to like work in the morning so i didn't go as long as i was hoping to go but like i think just that comfort level of like being in the park and saying okay like you get to go home a little bit more now Mm -hmm. even though you don't have an annual pass and so you can't go very often (laughs) um are they when is that so I, I'm guessing all the Touch of Disney's have been sold out already because they, it's they're sold only out. for a limited amount of time. Yeah, it sold out within the first day. It was not limited to just California residents, so anybody could go. Um, so to walk you through it, because it really was fascinating, like you enter California Adventure, and well, first actually you park in the parking deck. I want to start at the parking. Great. Okay, so you park in the parking structure, and then you walk what is the tram path. So it's like a good walk. Okay. Yeah, I've been. I've You've been on tram. that tram. Yeah. Sure. 
And so you walk there. Um, there's lots of people there to make sure you have your masks on. They temperature check you. They do the bag thing. Um, and then you enter California Adventure. Actually, first I stopped to say hi to Disneyland. And then went to into California Adventure. And as soon as you're in there, you have to get on your phone because you have to, like, scan your ticket because you get a $25, like, food voucher. Right. Um, you have to start scanning it and then open up the queue to get food. And it's insane. And it was like, oh, wow, this is why people got here so early. Like, I, the, um, what should we call it? Something Jumpers, the restaurant next to Soren. That restaurant, like, if I wanted to get even just a bottle of water, it would have taken me at least an hour and a half. Wow, that doesn't seem safe. No. On the bottle of water side, at least. <laughs> I mean, there's other places to get yeah. it, but, like, if you want to get food or drink, it doesn't matter what you're getting. There's a queue and it's like, okay, you can come back and return at this time to this time, this time to this time. And I guess it's, you know, to it's following some kind of guideline. Uh, but it was right. Like it was weird because if you're hungry or like, if you want to get a drink or get, you know, a snack now you had to wait. And so we kind of had to plan in advance of like, okay, well, we kind of just walked around for the first hour because we weren't able to get any of the food or drinks. Cause <laughs> I mean, I was going to ask, even if you could have gotten them, were, was there much for you? Oh, no. Yeah, probably not, <laughs> but still, yeah. Well, and I actually ended up leaving the day so, so full because I did after... Uh, emotionally I, full. Emotionally. Um, I got a reservation at Carthay Circle. Mm. So... For the first hour, we just kind of walked around, enjoyed the parks. Like, like I literally just like sat in Cars Land and just enjoyed it. I, well, I, I think mean, that's to my be favorite fair, part of the park. Yeah, I, I think so too. Like that, that definitely is like the most the the place that I feel like is the most atmospheric and enjoyable. But also, like, there's not much else you can do, right? Like in the Touch of Disney, it's like you could go on the rides. Oh yeah, rides aren't open. Yeah, yeah. So like, sorry, I probably should have led with the, that. The, the <laughs> fact that you're like, and I just sat there and just enjoyed. It's like, yeah, that's the that's what it's designed for. <laughs> That's what this experience was. It was really, yeah, it was cool. But they did have, like, the rides going. So, like, the cars were were going. <laughs> okay. And then they had, like, little characters as you walked uh-huh. around, like, doing different things. Like, Goofy and Max were fishing. Um, so you could see them fishing Cute. and you'd wave and then they would dance. Oh, actually, I got really excited. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. See, I'm getting so excited. Okay. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> I miss Zoom. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah. No. <laughs> as much as you like sitting on my floor in my closet. <laughs> um, one of the things that I loved, loved, loved about Touch of Disney is that the music, because it's not the atmospheric music set to certain parts of the park, it was really fun music the whole day that you want to sing along to. Some of your cool. favorite Disney songs, you know, Hercules. They had some power line. So you had that. to have eye to eye in there. Yeah. It was so much fun, like, having that kind of music. And I think that's one of the reasons I love the ticketed events in the evenings that they do, too, is because the music changes. Sure. And I just get really excited by that. Were the characters wearing masks? No. Interesting. I kind of felt like that would be, like, an easy throw in there. Like an easy, cute thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Disney World, they weren't either, though. Hmm. Um, You would think, though, like, we're in California. We're we're strict here. Right, right, right. Um, They do, like, when you enter, and this was a... This was the same in Disney World. At the temperature check, um, they have like a Mickey that's masked. Okay. But makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Also, since I've gotten here, I don't know if you've noticed, but people scan your temperature because, like, 
everywhere, even if you're entering a store. And some places you have to like join in a COVID tra- like tracing um, oh. thing. I I haven't gone to a lot of places yet, so I, ha- I mean I kind of haven't also not. But I've yeah, been they... to like Panda Express, <laughs> and that's about it. That's that's it. That's not it, but. but you know. <laughs> That's um, kind of that's the level of places I'm going to, and they probably are not scanning. They, I, well, what, did they, they do the wrist? They didn't instead do the wrist. Of the head? They didn't do any of. They didn't do temperature checks, but oh, okay. they did. They did yell at people to be like, "We have too many people in here. Go outside and wait." <laughs> and I was like, "All right." You're like, "Okay, thank you." Yeah. yeah, they didn't scan. Like I've noticed in Los Angeles, they haven't been scanning my forehead. They've been doing my wrist, and I'm like, "Oh, that feels less invasive." Like, because hmm. yeah. Like, like here, that's true. it does always feel weird. I'm like, because there's that second, like, there's no way for me to see what's on the other side of that when they scan my forehead, and I'm just like, oh no, I think I'm fine, but I don't know. Like, what if I have a temperature and yeah. I'm sick, even though I feel fine? I, I was yeah, just I do working out. Thing. I wear buffs. It could be warm. I don't know. <laughs> I, I do the same thing. Yeah. So yeah, touch of Disney. Um, after walking around for a little bit, went to Carthay Circle for my reservation, and because I knew I wouldn't be able to eat at the stands. I ate so much food. I was like crying because I was so full. What'd you have? Oh my god! Um, I had this like salad thing. Oh my god! So much. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know I gotta have those salads. I had like turkey meatball or chicken meatballs. Okay. I had chicken. I had. Oh, I got spring rolls, Great. and then I got an entree that I'm forgetting what I had. <laughs> but I mean, when I tell you, I like yeah, that sounds ate like a lot. So much. So I will say because of going to the sit down restaurant, which you could use that twenty five dollar voucher towards the food at the sit down restaurant. So that was really nice. Mm-hmm. But it did take away some of the time I really would have enjoyed walking around the parks. Yeah. Um, just because you know sitting down at a restaurant takes longer, but the food was phenomenal. Great. The service, it was like. The whole day we were just like, wow, it feels so good to be back. Like, everyone was so kind and excited. You, It felt like a lot of the cast members were just really happy to be back. So That makes sense. Yeah. And I mean, I and I, Carthay Circle, I've been a few times and I enjoy it. If I could pick one spot, that's probably the one I would have picked to go to. It's really good. I like Lamplight Lounge has a better atmosphere because it's, you know, next to Incredicoaster and you get to look at the... Yeah, it's, a, it's like on the water. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the view is really nice. And I, I wish that it was open later because then I like it at night mm-hmm. when the fun wheel or the Pixar Pal round is all like lit up and pretty. The Ferris wheel? Yeah. It cool. used, yeah. Mickey's Fun Wheel. Yeah, I just, I your favorite. I, I, there's some people out there that uh, might not know the Disney name, but have seen the picture. It's the like I, me. <laughs> it is the like iconic thing um, to be near. Yeah. I had to take some pictures while I was there, and I like got up on top of this ledge that I probably shouldn't have, but yeah, well, yeah, well, you, you're fine. I'm here. You watch it the next time you go. They're gonna be like, you're not allowed in. <laughs> you're banned for taking those <laughs> photos but I so and then afterwards you know we did go around to the stands the rest of my party ate a ridiculous amount of food and we timed it out so if they ever do something like this again I'm not sure if they will um, but I would recommend like go ahead and like literally schedule and advance the foods that you want and then it was like boom 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 we were able to like pick it up pretty quickly that makes sense but when we got there it's like you weren't going to find anything immediately right um, and then we went shopping. It all seems like it was a fun time to go to, to touch Disney. It was so much fun. Um, 
And then afterwards, we went to In-N-Out because apparently Gotta eat my more. friends didn't eat more. And then I, and you can't go to In-N-Out and not get some. So then I ate more. And I mean, I... you're waiting in that drive-thru for like an hour. You're I know. You're hungry by the time you get to the end of it. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was a blast. I'm so excited for the parks to open. Um, I am going back. Not opening day. I chose not to go opening day. But I am going for a very important day. I didn't know you were going that soon. I'm going on May the 4th. There you go. Okay. I think because that's like why Touch of Disney, I wasn't like overwhelmed with emotion. Right. Because I knew I was going to be going back. Gotcha. And like when I go then, it'll be like, holy crap, I'm yeah, here. Yeah, of course. That'll be fun. I'm... Yeah, make sure to send videos. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But while you are super excited to go, uh, there's at least one person out there that became a little bit internet famous this past week who's maybe not as excited to go. Oh, that guy. Yeah. He reminds me of the childless millennial angry woman. Do you remember this? <laughs> I don't think I know that. Okay, for the listeners who maybe not remember this, it was like two or three years ago, some woman on Facebook went on this huge rant and used a lot of curse words to say how angry she was and how much she hated childless millennials at Disney and how they're ruining the parks yeah, because her son wanted a pretzel and she had couldn't the line was too long and it was taking forever because of all of these childless millennials who were taking up their time and ruining her the day for the kid and how yeah. like and it's the best rant ever um i know there's like clothing brands now that you know that's hilarious i've come off of that because it's like that is insane. And this guy reminds me of her. Yeah. So we won't spend a ton of time on it because, we're one, we're not a Disney News podcast. And then, two, like, this guy doesn't deserve a ton of time. But there was an op-ed going around in the past week about this guy who was uh, a big Disney fan. Um, I think he's middle-aged. And he was complaining about wokeness ruining Disney. And his whole thing, it seemed like, was like, I liked the way Disney was 30 years ago. And any change to it. Um, is it takes me out of my immersive feeling of though it was 30 years ago, and so therefore nothing should change, and I don't care if this stuff upsets people. Um, it's very silly, and there's a lot of really cool changes that are coming to Disney, and I'm excited for them. I also don't want to give him too much time. I, I was telling Will, um, Emily Gordon, uh, she's a writer. Emily V. Gordon. Yes, and she was saying how like there's so many people who write a beautiful, amazing, well thought out opinion pieces that never get the light of day. Like not enough people see it. And then this guy like wrote a terrible article is getting like so much, you know, views and clicks and, and attention. And, yeah. Because everybody wants to dunk on him, which is I think is the appropriate reaction. Um it's just like a woe is me. It's like this woman who it's like and I you know, I'm on all these Facebook groups about Disney and I've never seen like, I love Disney. I like the way that it makes me feel. I like the happiness and the belief that your dreams will come true and, like, the magic behind it. And there, there is no crankier group of people sometimes than some of these people on the Disney pages. Not everyone. But sometimes I'm watching these, like, people. It's, like, better than reality television. They're angry. Everyone is really angry. Yeah, and I mean, that's kind of what our internet culture has kind of become in a lot of ways, too. Not to go off on too big of a rant of that, but like, there is that sort of, like, schadenfreude of watching someone be upset about something or, like, watching somebody that you wanted to see have a comeuppance get a comeuppance. And so, like, seeing these people dunk on this person and getting attention for dunking on this person, etc., etc. But I just wanted to bring it up because as as a an avenue through which to talk about 
Uh, I believe Disney recently, over the past couple of weeks, announced that like staff members can start, or cast members, I suppose, can start showing tattoos yeah. and start having cool hairstyles and expressing themselves a little bit more in there in in the way that they uh, present themselves. And in lieu of the Princess and the Frog uh, remake for oh, I'm so excited Splash for Mountain, yeah, there's a lot of cool changes I think that are coming. Um, and I mean, this guy was all like, eh, "It's too woke for me," and it's like you're just using silly language to fight a culture war that nobody cares about. Um, I'm super excited to go and see these different additions that uh, I think are going to be there and be really cool. I'm always a big fan of Disney growing and improving. Um, You know, there are some classic things that I think should not be touched, but um, like right now, apparently they're going to be maybe putting in a Wreck-It Ralph attraction in Tomorrowland and Magic Kingdom. And I was like, oh my God, that would be so cool. Like I love Wreck-It Ralph. Um, so as these new properties come out, it is fun to see them be implemented into the parks. Um, I feel shocked that the clothing of cast members wasn't all, like, it, it's surprising to me it took this long. Because I do think, I mean, and this could be, like, me wearing my rose-colored glasses, but I do feel like Disney at least tries to be accepting of all types of, you know, people from all different backgrounds. And I know that's not always been the case, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I get... I, I, I'm not as surprised by that, um, not because I had any beliefs about how they were as a company, but I think that they're very image conscious. Um, oh, it, yeah, and, for and sure. And <laughs> because of that, I think it's very easy to have been image conscious 40 years ago and start some policies that you never got around to revisiting. Um, so I'm glad that they got around to revisiting it and updating it a little bit. And we've talked most of this year about how cast members are such a big part of your experience there and they can really make or break things. And so, like... Allowing for them to bring their own personalities and their own magic to the parks, I think, will only enhance the experience for everyone except for that one guy in Florida. I agree with that statement. And that's enough on him. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I am very excited to see all the cast members' faces again. I'm curious if I'll see familiar faces. Like, I don't think any of these people would remember me, but I remember the cast members that are working at certain stations yeah. or, like, whatever. And Yeah. Even just like at the stores, like everyone is so helpful and eager to like make your day better. I feel like yeah, maybe you know. And I hope that everyone else uh, listening has had that experience, or you know, when when you go to Disney next, gets to have that experience. Yeah, I mean, I know that when I do go back at some point tomorrow. No, uh, <laughs> this year possibly. Oh my, possibly. God. Um, that will be a big focus for me this time. Is like the cast members and the interactions with them. Um, yeah. To take it in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To appreciate that the little stuff that I didn't really know to look for the first time, which I have known from this podcast, which brings me to a little activity I wanted to play with you. Oh, okay. Um, called Roses, Buds, and Thorns. And so if you're not familiar with Roses, Buds, and Thorns, um, it is a thing that I've learned at like summer camps and stuff where you like sit around the campfire or like sit at the mess hall and you go around and you tell like you know what was your rose from today or this week it just means like the best part of your week um what was the thorn the part that was like maybe a challenge and then a friend introduced me to buds which means like what's the thing that you're excited about coming up and um and i think it'd be fun to do that for this past year of the whole podcast roses and thorns and then uh, what are we excited about in the next year wow it is crazy to think it's been a year um I think I love, uh, I mean, 
My favorite part is getting to learn more of the history, to geek out, and um, to get to share my love of Disney with people, because otherwise people get tired of me telling the same stories. Actually, to give you like an example. Your rose is my thorn. <laughs> I believe you. Um, like Every time I go to Disney, and my friends now like to make fun of me, when we did a digital Disney closer to the beginning of the pandemic, um, you know, and I did a little trivia and I asked everyone, what's the oldest thing in the parks at Disneyland? And everyone knew because I was like, no one's going to get And I literally before I even asked, I was like, no one's going to get this. And they're all like the petrified tree that you always point out. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that was very funny. Um... <laughs> so it's nice to get to share my knowledge and love um, with more people and to to get to talk and geek out. Uh, I, I love that. I'm glad that you uh, enjoy it because that's what the podcast is. I will challenge you to mm-hmm. pick one specific rose. Ooh. Okay. My specific rose is, um, I'm well, it's still in the knowledge department, but like getting to know the history of Walt Disney himself mm. and the beginnings of the parks, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly, mm-hmm. and the honesty of it, trying to really dive into not just the to the rose-colored glasses version of it, but, like, getting to really know the nitty-gritty of what that was like. Yeah. Um, like storybook and how it was literally just piles of dirt. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> yeah. I think my rose is uh, the guests that we've had on. You know, I, I, was, I was trying to decide if it was just one of them specifically, but then I was like, no. All of the guests that we've been able to talk to have been awesome. Um, it's been really cool to meet these types of people that have interacted with the parks in a lot of different ways, from Mark to Rachel to Peter. Peter, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and so just getting to honestly meet other people that are, like, kind of nerdy like you... <laughs> <laughs> for lack of better words, uh, has been fun and kind of been a big part. Especially like, look, I mean, it was a year when everything was very isolated. So you're not going to get a chance to meet a lot of new people anyways. And so getting a chance to like make those connections was was cool. And I think oh. that was probably for me my favorite part. That's such a good answer. I love that. And I crushed it. Yeah. You, earlier Will said something and I was like, dang it, you're right. <laughs> I hate when you're right. But um, Let's do challenges slash thorns next so buds can come at the end with what we're excited about. Okay. I actually know my thorn uh, pretty off the bat. So something, and it's something that I'm still going to have to work on. So as much as I am, you know, I want to bring as, like the amount that I think about and the amount I want to bring to the table for Slice of Disney, I'm not, I'm bad at once I'm at the parks, like getting my phone out, recording the experience, doing a live video, anything like that. It's like, I, I, I'm so in my own world, and that's how I've always been when I go to Disney, where it's like, you know, I don't know. It's like the curtains have opened, and, like, I'm on state, you know, and it's just my own happy place. And I'm not – I'm forgetting how much I want to share. And then afterwards, I'm always, like, really bummed that, oh, I forgot to record this, or I should have done that. And so I need to – I would like to make a conscious effort to be better – at being a content creator <laughs> and not just a Disney nerd. Yeah. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. Yeah. I think what? mine is a little similar to that. Mine okay. is in the way of, mine's in the content too, right? It is like, I think we've done a lot of really cool things and we've we've had some great shows and we've had some great content, um, but I think we can be better. Um, and it's a thing that you and I have been talking about a lot anyways. Like, I really think it would be more fun to, uh, or we could create some really cool 
episodes that really focus on like the narrative story of a specific ride. Um, and we've done that on, on a few of them. Um, and I'm, and I really love that side of things. That's one of the things that I know that you're obviously very passionate about Disney. I really like story and narrative. And I know that sounds pretty pretentious to say, but it is, <laughs> but it is true. It's a thing that I've always really enjoyed. And I would like to try to bring that aspect of my personality to a little bit what we're doing. And, and so that's been, that's a challenge for me going into the next year. Um, so yeah. I think that would be a cool thing to work on. I think overall, both of our answers are just, we want to create more. We want to make it even better yeah. and uh, really commit to this. I mean, we really love it and um, have a lot of big plans for it. We just want to continue to grow. Yes. Um, specific Thorn, Trader Sands. <laughs> Oh, oh, I will say a thorn that's not like a thorn thorn is that some things are hard to talk about because as you learn like culturally, like mistakes that Disney has made and like it's you can love an IP, but then when you dive in, you're like, oh, that's not appropriate. Yeah, that's offensive. Like learning all that, like that can be really tricky to talk about, too. Absolutely. And not just from a perspective of like we want to have a positive view on things, because I don't think that we're above saying something's negative when it's negative, but also like how much of it is for us to discuss. Right. Um, And so as we are not experts. (laughs) Right, right, right. And we're also two like kind of white bread American people. Um, (laughs) And so like, you know, we don't have the. voice to bring the right voice to bring to that kind of stuff sometimes um so yeah that, that's been a little bit challenging because you know disney great company also problematic at times um so yeah i think that's that's worth mentioning here yeah um so how about a bud what are you looking forward to next year and let's get specific with that too okay real specific <laughs> i've got mine oh then you go first no dang it ah then wait and don't edit this out leave all of the dead air that was planning <laughs> on it um, and i'm hoping you don't steal mine um, what am I looking forward to? Um, I'm super looking forward, obviously, to some of the interviews that we'll have in the future. I mean, just the future episodes of like, I love getting to interview people and talk to them and learn about their jobs. But another thing I'm super looking forward to is some of these bigger episodes doing like, you know, Disney's California Adventure, doing, you know, a real good dive into the how that part came to life it's i love talking about it so i cannot wait to do that or epcot oh my god epcot then these episodes might be kind of long or broken up into a couple because it is going to be fun and informative but like i love that you did legitimately steal mine <laughs> California Adventure was going to be mine. Um, but I, I had a backup, and my backup is, and we haven't committed to doing this this year, but we're going to now because I'm saying it, um, doing an episode on Alien Encounter. Oh, okay. We're going to do that. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. <laughs> I'm excited for it. That could be my birthday one this year. Because um, I didn't know this. I don't know if it's true yet, but I didn't know this. But I was having a conversation with Garrett, uh, who has been on this show, and um, he was telling me that originally the concept was to be around Alien the movie. Um, and then they were like, that's too scary. We'll do Alien Encounter instead. And they're like, well, that's too scary. <laughs> and so like, I'm excited to learn more about that as someone that likes horror movies and was too scared to go on that ride as a kid. It like haunted my dreams. I believe it. I was also way too little Yeah. to be on that. Like, yeah. I, It felt real. I'm sure. I mean, I heard, I heard about it and I'm excited to learn more. Yeah, I there's definitely a lot to be excited about. I and I'm gonna add a little bit more just because why not? I am excited to 
come up, overcome my thorn and to bring more content from the parks. Not all, you know, not, I, I still like focusing on all the history and stuff, but getting to like take videos. Like I, I learned a fact at Touch of Disney and something I want to share. So, um, Carthay Circle, that entrance, that's a very pretty, um, exterior, the floor has like pebbles and stuff. And then there's random little buttons mixed into those pebbles and they're all from Walt Disney shirts. That's cool. Yeah. So it's yeah. fun to like kind of, I want to be able to share content, um, videos and stuff of that kind of thing um, for you guys to see. And then when you go to the parks, be able to point it out to your friends and families. Yeah. I love that. That's great. Um, one other thing just to get us there that we are also looking forward to is next week's episode. So let's so tease excited. it a little bit. Yes. Well, we are part of... I mean, it works out a little bit, and that we had that we are going to release it next week because it is May the Fourth be with you. That's right. And um, we are so lucky to have a friend who um, is an Imagineer and worked very, 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 very heavily on Star Wars: Galaxy's Edge, and he's fascinating and awesome, and knows more about Star Wars than anyone I know in my life. And I know a lot of you probably love Star Wars as well. No, this guy's like, yeah, he knows. I it's, I, he could live in that universe. I, he probably does. Yeah, you know? I like Star Wars. I'm a big fan. And you were telling me some of the stuff that he knew, and I was like, I've never heard that word before. So <laughs> I was like, great. Um, okay, so real quick though, uh, Star Wars. What's your favorite movie, Kelly? Uh, I mean, I feel like I'm giving a lame answer. I feel like I, A New Hope. It's hard not lame to, answer. I know. It's okay. I'm also a Hufflepuff. Okay, there's just like some things that you have to accept about yourself. Sure. Um, oh, that's a good one. What if I said like Phantom of Venice? Well, that would be weird because it's called <laughs> the Phantom Menace. So I haven't seen those first, the prequels. Really? I saw. I, well, I saw them once each as a kid, and that's it. And I don't really remember them. And I love Star Wars. I love the world of it um, and I love all of the new content like I was walking boots earlier had a Star Wars shirt on and it was like the kids like oh my god Mandalorian like I love that there's a new generation to love Star Wars and it's something that the parent and the kid can bond kind of like with Jurassic Park and Jurassic World too yeah that's true I didn't you think know, about that yeah. for like kids Jurassic World is their Jurassic Park yeah and then and then they get to go back and watch Jurassic Park and get excited but I think I love I love Star Wars. I am not an expert. I'm definitely like on the the more casual Star Wars goer. Sure. But I do have two lightsabers. That's true. Normal. <laughs> Very weird. <laughs> um, I'm excited to at some point actually do that. I think making the lightsaber thing would be cool. And we'll we'll talk probably, I guess, more about that on next week's episode. I definitely want to talk about making my lightsabers. Um, there's so much to do at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And I'm so excited that that's my first day back. You know I will be decked out to the nines in Star Wars gear. Um, I have too many. Yeah. Um... Do you do the Ronto rap? Can you do the Ronto rap? No, unfortunately, mm. I can't. I'm a, a, so if you haven't been um, to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, we'll kind of tease it a little bit now because it's fun. Um, they built the world like a Cars Land situation where you so or um, Pandora, the Avatar area in Animal Kingdom, where the entrances are like pretty extensive to get in there, so that once you're in there, you are fully immersed. You cannot see any other part. Of, and I haven't been to it at Disney World yet, so I am excited to go there. But um, 
you are completely immersed in this world of Star Wars. You are on Batu and the shops are all it's a very different feeling than the other parts of Disney. There's obviously no Disney music and um, there's a lot of things to do. There's always a lot of lines. It's very crowded. But the food over there, very good. This Ranto wrap, people are obsessed with. It's supposed to be delicious. Um, I actually got that unofficial cookbook, the unofficial like Disney Parks cookbook, and it's in there. So, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You got that cookbook, and you still couldn't beat me at the dessert challenge. Very interesting. It's a new. It was a very new purchase. Actually, it was a gift. It was a gift. It doesn't change. <laughs> it doesn't change things. Boo. Um, um, cool. Well, I'm excited for that episode. Yes, um, it's also just a really good place to like hang out. Like if you, yeah, you could work. You could bring your laptop and like work from, from like a table there. <laughs> sure, I think a Starbucks is a cheaper ticket for admission, but all the same. Eh. Not not doesn't have the same environment. I don't so think I it's as it. inspiring. That's probably true <laughs> for all of our Star Wars fanfic. Yes. <laughs> um, cool. Well, yeah, I think that the, it's been a fun year doing this so far, um, and I'm looking forward to what we're going to do next year, especially starting off with May the 4th. Yes, I'm so excited. I feel like thank you, um, everyone, for listening and going on this journey with us as we continue to grow as podcasters slash you know as a slice of disney family and like really get more involved so thank you for allowing us to go on this journey and thank you for coming because we love you yeah y'all are all right oh my god <laughs> i i have realized the more that we are in person the more my sass comes back and i, I like that it is true i like that even when like i was like so excited to see him and then uh he was like i missed you and I was like, aw, I missed you too. He was like, I was talking about the headphones you've been borrowing from me. And I was like, I hate you. I was literally doing that. <laughs> and I did not think that she didn't get the joke, but nevertheless. I didn't get the joke. I just thought he was actually like being caring. Um, <laughs> well, thank you so, so, so much for everything. As I said, this is not possible without you. And thank you to all of our patrons for really like supporting us. We hope that we can continue to bring you some really awesome content. And uh, we have a movie night coming up. So that's exciting. And making all of this possible, it really means a lot. And if you want to find our Patreon... Pa- Why can I not say this word today? I don't know. If you want to find our Patreon, you can find it at SliceOfDisney.com. Yeah, and I'm sure you can find all of our social stuff there too. But just in case... Uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram at Slice of Disney, Twitter at Slice underscore of underscore Disney. And if you want to talk and hang out and be friends, you can email us at sliceofdisneypod at gmail.com. Yeah. I can't wait. Next time, next time I'm, I'm I, well, not next time. So <laughs> this in two episodes, I will have been back to Disneyland and I will have ridden my Haunted Mansion and I'm going to be so excited and, um, oh my God. So Thank you for listening. I hope you're as excited as I am. Will is giving me a bad look. So I'm going to get out of here. Okay, thanks for listening. Okay, bye.